Blog Talk Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Movie Attic Headquarters with your host, Betty Jo Tucker, author of Confessions of a Movie Addict, right here at www.blogtalkradio.com. fans out there. This is Betty Jo Tucker thanking you for tuning in to Movie Attic Headquarters. You know, I'm so excited about our guests and topic today, folks, because noted film critics Laura Clifford and Mac Bates are here to preview this year's summer movie offerings. When I realized that there were over 100 new films opening during the summer months, I knew that many of us needed some help in deciding which movies deserve our attention. And that's why Laura and Mac are here to share their suggestions, and they are two of my favorite critics. And here's why. Laura co-hosts with her husband, Robin, a great television show. It's called Reeling, the Movie Review Show. And I believe, and Laura will correct me when I bring her on, I'm sure, but I think it's been broadcast on um, cable access television since around 1991. And it can, it's heard practically all over New England, and it's available also streaming from um, Robin and, um, and Laura's site. And it's also available on uh, iTunes. Now, she also belongs to the Broadcast Critics Association and the Online Film Critics Society. And Mac is no slouch. He contributes freelance articles to the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel and serves as a staff blogger for Milwaukee Magazine's official film blog. He's working on a short film script. At least this is what he told us the last time he was on our show. It's a short film script he wrote earlier in the year and uh, hopes to film it sometime this year, and I hope he's making some progress on that. And He has plots in place for five other narrative-driven shorts, a thesis for a short documentary, and a 13-part web series. So, folks, you can see why I'm so excited to have Laura and uh, Mac uh, with us. Now, I have to say that uh, Nikki Starr won't be with us today, um, so uh, she did uh, do us a favor and open up the chat room, and so I will encourage any listeners who want to sign up for the chat to do so, and we already have guests that have signed up. We really appreciate it. Uh, we, uh, we love it when people sign up for the chat and participate, and uh, we also appreciate our, uh, our other listeners, too, of course. And we appreciate Lauren Mack for being here today, so it's my great pleasure to bring them on now. Ladies first, as always. Welcome <laughs> to Movie Attic Headquarters, Laura. Hi, nice to talk to you, Betty Jo. I'm so glad that you could uh, could be here. Now, did I get everything right about your great uh, reeling, the movie review show? Yes, you certainly did. Yep, we've been on... We've been on bi-weekly for uh, 22, 23 years now. Oh, wow. And it is such an interesting show. It kind of reminds me of uh, Siskel and Ebert, the way that, the, the, 
the two of you are just you know you don't you don't agree on everything and uh, you're not afraid to say that and i the last show that i watched i think which is was your which is your most recent show i liked it when you told your husband that he had strange reasons for for not liking a movie or for <laughs> <laughs> i think that that's so neat i just love watching it and i i feel the same way about mac uh, who's been a big hit on our show before welcome back to movie attic headquarters mac uh, thank you, Betty Jo. Thank you for asking me to be a part of it. Uh, I'm uh, excited to talk about the films uh, coming up this summer. Oh, I am too. I I thought that you were you were probably as excited as I was when you got when you received your Entertainment Weekly issue that had little little synopsis of all all the films that were being released uh, this uh, summer. Um, oh yeah, that's definitely. kind of your uh, every- Bible, isn't it? Yes, yeah, every time I get the uh, summer movie preview or the uh, fall movie preview or, and now the uh, winter film preview, I always uh, call it the New Testament. So, yeah, it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's definitely a very handy go-to uh, guide to, you know, get all the information that you need on, on films that are coming up that you have an interest in or might not even not be aware of, but, you know, they'll tip you to and, and it'll be like, yeah, I'm going to check that one out. I know. It's, how, do you, do you uh, look at that issue, Laura? Yes, I do. Actually, I always find it a little bad to see just how many movies I have to see in such a short yeah. period of time. Yes. <laughs> it's got everything, it's got everything, everything that you would would need to know, but it's uh uh, but, but they really haven't picked out what you know. What are their What are the ones that they're most eagerly uh, anticipating? And that's kind of what we what we want to to, to, to do today. But before we do that, I uh, and I don't want to forget about this, Mac, mm-hmm. on the uh, project that you were working on with Kyle Olson when you were yeah. on our show the last time. Is there any progress on um, the little uh, the television skits that you worked with um, Kyle on? Yes, I actually have some very uh, good news to uh, share regarding that. Um, uh, as uh, you know, and um, I'll certainly notify everybody, you know, let everyone listening know, uh, last summer uh, he put on the fourth edition of his uh, Milwaukee Summer Entertainment Camp. Uh, right. And um, over two and a half weeks, he, along with I believe it was 15 campers, um, put on not one but two live uh, sitcoms. They were, you know, from live before a studio audience here in Milwaukee at the uh, South Milwaukee Performing Arts Center. And over the two weeks, uh, you know, rehearsed the uh, campers, um, uh, blocked all of the scenes, you know, rehearsed all the material and put on not one but two live shows. One was a 1950s set sitcom uh, set here in Milwaukee. Both were set here in Milwaukee. And one was a contemporary sitcom. The 1950s sitcom was uh, named The Robert and Rosie Show. And the uh, contemporary sitcom was named Roommates. And uh, we had just found out uh, within the past couple of weeks now that uh, the Robert and Rosie show, the 1950s set sitcom, is going to be honored by the uh, Chicago Midwest Emmys with a high school production award. Oh, congratulations! I'm so I'm so glad to hear that. And uh, it really was was quite a cute. Uh... <laughs> Quite a cute sitcom pilot. So, so congratulations, and we'll um, we we certainly are proud of you here at Movie Attic Headquarters. We like for you to keep us keep us posted. But but now, Thank you. let's get to the topic at hand. And Mac, I know that you have studied religiously 
because it's the New Testament, you know, and yeah. the Bible and yeah. all of that. But <laughs> all this, this, all these hundred films. So I wonder if you could um, give us maybe the top five. I thought that what we would do, we would have you and Lauren give the top five films that you're looking forward to this summer. And of course, I will share mine. And there are some other people who have sent. Um, their picks in, and then we'll talk about them, and then and then we'll see how the time goes to get. I, I'm I'm a big one for the t- for ten, you know, list of ten. We'll see mm-hmm. we'll see how the time goes. But Mac, um, what what five movies are you the most eager to see this summer, Ooh, and why? That's a great question. Um, the one that I'm really looking forward to, I'll actually be seeing it tomorrow. Um, uh, you know, have, you know, pleasantly enough, is a uh, Fast and Furious Six, the the sixth installment in the uh, you know, billion plus dollar grossing Fast and Furious franchise. Uh, Vin Diesel's yeah. back, Paul Walker's back, Michelle Rodriguez, Michelle Rodriguez is a character Letty, she's back from the dead. Uh, Dwayne Rock Johnson, <laughs> he's uh back from the uh, fifth film. As a matter of fact, most of the people who were in uh Fast Fast Five are back in this film and. It's it's uh it's just one of those films I've been anticipating ever since uh, I found out it was going to be uh, released. So uh, this is about two years now of anticipation, and I'll finally be able to see if it lives up to the uh, hype uh, tomorrow evening. Actually, and uh, I was I've been a fan of the franchise since uh, day one. I've I've watched uh, the entire franchise since it started back in 2000, and I was I, I was just very pleasantly surprised by uh, how this film kind of came out of nowhere. And and you know with a, a multi-ethnic cast and a kind of a universal story and just really touched uh, filmmakers and, and 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 you know young young audience uh, goers in, in in surprising ways I think you know I think it very quietly made history in that regard. Uh, other films I'm looking forward to um, seeing the other for the summer other than Fast and Furious Six would be um, this uh, film that I think might have breakout potential called The Kings of Summer and. Um, it's about uh, three teenage uh, friends who uh, decide to uh, spend their summer building a, a house out in the woods. And it stars um, uh, Nick Robinson, uh, Gabriel Basso, who some people might uh, know from uh, The Big C. He plays uh, Laura Lenny's son on there. And uh, oh. Moses Arias. Uh, and um, some of the uh, adults who have supporting roles in the film are Nick Offerman and uh, Megan Mullally, who some people might know are actually married in real life, and it seems like they're working quite a bit with each other nowadays, so it's like a tag team. Uh, so I'm looking forward to that as well. Um, uh, Man of Steel, obviously, the uh, the latest uh, Superman film. The trailer looks amazing. Henry uh, uh, Cavill, I believe his name is, he plays uh, mm-hmm. Clark Kent. Uh, and you know, and uh, Superman obviously, you know, uh, Superman's alter ego, Clark King, as as well as Superman itself, himself rather. Uh, Michael Shannon plays uh, the villain of the piece. You know, a yeah. brilliant actor. Um, Amy Adams is playing Lois Lane. I'm very interested to see what she brings to uh, the proceedings. Lawrence Fishburne plays Perry White. Uh, Diane Lane and Kevin Costner play uh, Clark Kent's parents. You know, it's it's a uh, it's pretty. Uh, uh, when I saw the, um, a, a promotional picture for it recently, I was uh, very surprised to see uh, Mrs. Kent in, uh, you know, cut-off shorts like Daisy Dukes. <laughs> so, <laughs> it, isn't, it, isn't, it isn't the Superman or the Kent family that I grew up watching and, and admiring, but, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely... Uh, she can so pull that off, though, Diane. Yeah, can yeah. Pull that off. Yeah, yeah. She, yeah, she's gorgeous, so, yeah, she, she can definitely pull it off. I'm also looking forward to uh, the second 
White House under siege film, White House Down with uh, Channing Tatum and Jamie Foxx. It's going to be interesting to see how it stacks up against Olympus Has Fallen, a film that I uh, had high expectations going into based on people who were in it, and I was uh, happy to uh, to see that it lived up to my expectations. And um, last but certainly not least, Red 2, a sequel to uh, the oh, 2010 uh, hit film Red. I know a lot of people kind of wrote it off initially as uh, an action film for the geriatric set or the AARP <laughs> crowd. Me though, I went in. I've I've been a fan of Bruce Willis, you know, for since I was a child. Helen Mirren, I think, you know, she could do no wrong. Mary Louise Parker, I've been a fan of hers for a while. John Malkovich has always been great. Uh, Brian Cox, you know, the original um, uh, Hannibal Lecter, you know, he was great in playing this like you know this Russian um, 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 uh, secret service agent. And it, it's it's one of those films that. When I saw Red, I said, oh, I hope they make a sequel to this because it has sequel potential. And I'm glad to say that after seeing the trailer for Red 2, it looks like it might not only live up to Red, but also might exceed Red. And Anthony Hopkins, the other man who played um, um, uh, Hannibal Lecter, he's also in this uh, second installment along with Catherine Zeta-Jones as a a woman from Frank's past who kind of might come in there and, and shake things up a little bit between him and Mary Louise's Parker, Mary Louise Parker's character. So um, those are the f- five five films I'm looking forward to. Interesting, interesting picks and and quite and quite uh, diverse. Now I wonder if Laura has any of the same uh, top five as you do. So uh, so Laura, uh, what are your uh, top five uh, films that you're most eager to see this summer? Yeah, that was an interesting list, Mac. I've actually already seen The Kings of Summer, and it's true. In fact, I think it's going to be largely equated as being this year's Moonrise Kingdom. It has a lot of the same quirky charm, um, although it wouldn't be mistaken for a Wes Anderson film, but it's really, really a good one. Um, Also on my list, one one that you mentioned was uh, White House Dam. I'm a big of Channing Tatum, and I'm very proud of myself that I said that correctly because I always tend to call him Tatum Channing for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> that was interesting from what I've seen of the trailer. I think you're uh, kind of breaking up here. I'm I'm a little bit uh, uh, having a little bit trouble hearing hearing you, Laura. You were talking about White House Down. Hello. Laura? Hello? Well, I think her call dropped, possibly. Phone I phone. think it did. I think, yes. Well, while we're waiting, uh, we hope that, that Laura will, will call back in. And um, uh, I'm eager now to hear more, <laughs> more <laughs> of, her, of her picks. And, and I'm uh, so happy that she has seen The Kings of Summer and agrees with you. So it's kind of nice when we do agree about uh, films. I, I'm going to um, give a big uh, thank you right now while we're waiting to the uh my email and facebook friends who were yes, nice enough yes. to give me some of their picks for for the most eagerly awaited film of the summer and i'll start out with uh, sharon the story lady who was the first one to respond and she's looking forward to seeing the lone ranger and i think that's a good choice mm-hmm. steve mendoza who, by the way, is a, a host, also a host here on Blog Talk Radio. He has a very, very funny uh, show that I encourage listeners to check out. And this is what he said: "I'm a fool for all forms of trek." 
<laughs> we know what he's kicking that into Star Trek and into the the darkness. Yeah, and Jeffrey Chan, yeah. Jeffrey Chan, who has uh, submitted, um, he's he's one of my favorite critics also because he he did some uh, so many wonderful reviews for our site, uh, Real Talk Movie Reviews, and he's interested in Before Midnight, and he's oh. with you on Man of Steel. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think I think a lot of guys are looking forward to uh, Man of Steel, and uh, I think uh, like uh, what we were saying before her uh, phone uh, for, for the phone dropped. Uh, I think a lot of uh, women are going to be checking out White House Down because of uh, Channing Tatum, and then you also have the extra added, uh, you know, uh, addition of uh, Jamie Foxx. So I think a lot of women are going to be checking out uh, that film in particular. <laughs> They're going to be watching you know. for Man for Man of Steel, and 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 mm-hmm. Jeffrey also said that he was looking forward to Iron Man three. But but he's he's already seen it and he said it was a little bit uh, disappointing and I haven't seen that one yet so I cannot I comment either. on it. Have you seen yeah. Iron Man three, Mac? Oh no no I haven't. But my uh, uh, writing partner over at uh, the blog I uh, write for uh, moviegoers he has seen it. Um, Tom Fuchs and he he loved it. He absolutely uh, loved it. So I I, I've, I know there's been getting a uh, kind of a mixed. Reviews, but uh, some people, um, you know, are you know very much into the comics and to the Iron Man character and that whole world. Uh, you know, I, I think it's kind of critic proof, really. You know, yeah. I think it's just one of those films where uh, you know, if you if you've already a fan of the series or a fan of the character, you're, you're more than likely going to be a fan of the film. And yeah, so it, it's interesting to see uh, you know reviews about films like that because you can kind of tell like who's a fan of of, of it, you know. For, beforehand versus people who you know go see it as just a just a film so yes and of course robert downey fans they probably like yeah. most everything that he's that he's in yeah, uh, i haven't seen haven't seen it yet but i know what uh, laura would say about it because i did watch her uh, show her latest show and she did review iron man 3 and she says it's the best of the of the series so yeah, that's, that's very that's high praise yeah so, yeah, so thank you, Jeffrey, for that. And Elizabeth Drury just just put down Gatsby, and oh. so she's looking forward to Gatsby. And I was too before oh, I saw it over the over the weekend, and I still haven't made up my mind about uh, <laughs> Gatsby. I'm thinking very hard about it. I love Baz, Baz Luhrmann. I love Moulin Rouge. Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio is uh, one of my favorite actors. I will oh, yeah. say that he gave the best I think it was the best performance of his career as uh, as Gatsby but of course I can only compare it to Alan Ladd I actually did see Alan Ladd in when that was first released as you know I'm no spring chicken and I saw Robert Redford in in, in Gatsby the great Gatsby and Leonardo DiCaprio he's beat them I mean hands down he just is he is the great Gatsby so I think um, that that's a good one to look forward to Elizabeth and when you do see it I I would like to hear your reaction to it have you seen the great Gatsby yet Mac no no um, but I actually uh, spoke to uh, someone recently who did and uh, she she loved it she again you know it was kind of like uh, playing to the playing to the choir you know, the DiCaprio, he's just one of those guys who I think a lot of people, particularly uh, women who, you know, think he's attractive, and there are a lot of them out there, they're going to just gravitate towards anything that he's a part of. But, um, yeah, you know, I certainly have admired him for a number of years. The uh, first time I ever saw him was actually on, uh, on um, oh, what was the show with uh, Kurt Cameron? 
uh, the, the show Kirk Cameron was on uh, way back when. I forgot the name of it. Growing Pains. I was, <laughs> and oh, I knew I... then, and I knew then that he, that I like that, that guy. He has it. Like every so often, you'll see an actor, or you know, male or female, and you'll be like, you know what, that person is going places. And he was one of the people that I thought, yeah, I could see him really doing something. I could see him blowing yes. up, and I, you know, he proved me right. Never been to other people since then, but he was, he was one of the first. He was one of the first. Yeah. Like, that kid, he's one places, and, and I'm, I'm glad to say I called it right. And right, yeah, I'm, I'm you, you were you were definitely right about that. And the only and the thing about Gatsby, of course, I think it should have been a musical. I think everything should be musical, as <laughs> you know that. But it, it had been a musical, and I wish I hadn't seen it in 3D because that oh. made it every everything that was kind of wrong about it even more wrong. Um, I think it, I would just see the re- regular. You know the the uh, digital and not the, but that's just me. My husband thought the 3D was fine, but that's just me. And then Kevin LaForest, another film critic, suggested mm-hmm. Pacific Rim. He said Pacific oh, Rim. I yeah. think he said yeah, and I yeah. think I think yes, see Pacific Rim because yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Guillermo del Toro. Yeah, he's, uh, yeah. he hardly ever disappoints. I think maybe we have Laura back just in time oh, for her to finish up with her list. Yes. Hi, I'm, Laura. I'm sorry about the technical. Uh, yeah, before I realized I was no longer on, so I don't know <laughs> how much oh. you heard of my list. <laughs> that, okay. I, I, that's happened to me, the host. I mean, I, I, I wondered why, you know, nobody's responding to my questions. <laughs> um, <laughs> but anyway, Laura, I asked you about why you started, and I think you said that White House Down was one yes. of one of yours. So um, um, yes, because I thought it, I thought it looked like it was almost going to be a slightly comic uh, take and a bit of a buddy movie between um, Channing Tatum and Jamie Foxx. Uh, from the appearance of the trailer, anyway, when you have the president shooting a missile at the top of a window, it looks kind of comical. Um, <laughs> but actually, Mac reminded me of something with what he was saying about. Um, DiCaprio on Growing Pains, there's a young actor that made me sit up and take notice in the first thing I saw him in, and that's Miles Teller. He was the conflicted kid in Rabbit Hole, a movie from a number of years back with Nicole Kidman. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and he hasn't always made terrific choices, and he hasn't been in a lot yet, but he is the star of a movie that was a huge at Sundance called The Spectacular Now. That's oh yeah. That, yeah, that's about a young man trying to have a relationship with a young woman, um, and he's an alcoholic, which certainly sounds like different fare. And he's such an intriguing actor that that you know just turn in it has me very very intrigued. Um, I don't know if you heard me mention talk about the bling ring. Sophia Coppola is the bling ring. Oh, no, no, you didn't touch base on that beforehand, no. no. Okay, well, I did, but I was apparently talking to myself. Um, oh. So, <laughs> yeah, so the is the bling ring is about a group of, of young people in L.A. who start, started uh, breaking into celebrity homes. Um, Paris Hilton or Randall Boom were two of their victims. So this is based on real-life uh, story. And um, I just blanked on her name, uh, Watson from the Harry Potter movies. Emma Watson. 
Emily, thank you. I was going to say Emily, and I knew that wasn't right. Yeah, she's in it. Um, that one has me intrigued. And Paris Hilton, I think, is a cameo as herself in that one. Oh. And another one I'm looking forward to is another independent film called Francis Hoff from Noah Baumbach. Oh, yeah, uh, with yeah. Greta which is a story about two women best friends. It's kind of like a relationship romance, although it is a platonic friendship, I believe, and that's a subject that movies don't frequently pay much attention to. And it's also had great buzz ever since that was playing at festivals. Yeah, um, yeah, it was a big hit in uh, Toronto last year. And Greta Gerwig, as far as I'm concerned, she's one of those young uh, actors coming up now who she's in, seemingly incapable of being boring on screen. Right. Yeah, yeah, every she year has... she makes such interesting choices and in everything that she, even if the movie itself doesn't live up to what she's doing, she she elevates whatever she's in. I felt she gave one of the best performances last year in a movie that I absolutely did not like. And to be able to do that, you know, mm-hmm. to to still come across and have somebody appreciate your work when you don't care for the movie that it's in is really notable. Um, and let's see, I was also, uh, did I mention World War Z? No, I don't think so. No, well, again, not, okay. not online. Yeah. Hey, I, I, just on, yeah. wasn't, I just wasn't <laughs> sure where I dropped at. I'm really intrigued about World War Z because it's one of these troubled productions that's getting a lot of press usually negative. It's um, a big Brad Pitt project about a zombie apocalypse, and it's based on a book that is really, really a great book that I highly recommend. And I'm kind of concerned that they're not going to be able to accomplish what the book did. On the other hand, I'm looking forward to seeing how well they have adapted the story and, you know, how much maybe they conceded for commercial. Uh... Well, is that the movie with Brad Pitt? Yes. Yeah, Brad Pitt and the uh, woman who stars in uh, The Killing on Andy yeah, and Mario. Yeah, she, yes. Yes, she's yeah, great. she was also in Big Love, the HBO series. She's terrific, too. Oh, mm-hmm. She is. She definitely is. Well, that's uh, that's an interesting group of uh of uh, movies too. I'm I'm kind of embarrassed to give mine because mine is sort of lowbrow. <laughs> I mean, these are these are serious films. These are really serious films. But okay, I I I said that I would. So so my uh, regular listeners will not be surprised when I put at the head of my top of my list the Wolverine and the Lone Ranger. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you know what? A lot of people are looking forward to that. So, no, that, yeah, that, yeah, well, vast I, appeal, well, vast appeal. <laughs> well, well, the well, I mean, I always look forward the most <laughs> to seeing Hugh Jackman and Johnny Depp. So, whatever they're yeah. in, you know, no matter if if they've, uh, you know, if the last thing I've seen them in, I haven't liked all that much. I'm still. I'm still there with them. I'm still their big fans, and uh, and I uh, and in the Wolverine, oh golly, the Wolverine goes to Japan and he fights the ninjas and he fights the yakuza's. And um, I like this director, this John Mangold, who is going to yeah. be uh, doing this one. Uh, he, I, I was so pleased when I read what he said about the uh, about the movie. He says he's trying to give it a darker, heavier, very visceral and physical 
look, and, and this is a direct quote. He says, one of the looks we wanted was a sense of what Hugh's trainer calls veinature, like feeling his veins bulging. <laughs> wow, wow, I wonder how that would look in 3D. <laughs> that one. I'm all there. I can't wait for that one. And the Lone, and the lone Ranger, I'm so excited about the fact that Tonto finally gets his time on screen. Hello. These these uh, these kind of uh, off the wall characters, and here's Tano. He's uh, the Lone Ranger is really the sidekick in this, and Johnny Depp uh, as Tano. Uh, he's he plays uh, Tano as an edgy buff, hard hat wearing, but damaged hero. So I the previews for it look absolutely great. So those are those are the two at the top of my list, and then um, yeah. you know there are some movies with women that are mainstream mm-hmm. movies, and one of them is The Heat, yeah, which has Sandra that. Bullock and Melissa McCarthy as uh, uh, paired as cop. It's sort of a, uh, a female buddy cop movie, and of course, uh, yeah, it's kind of like those a female take on uh, Lethal Weapon almost. <laughs> it's kind of a that's what I think. Yeah. That's what I think, but I just can't wait to see the two of them together. And um, I, I'm surprised that this next one, because I'm not really big on animated movies. I do love puppies, but I'm not big on animated movies. <laughs> this one, epic. When we went oh. to see Gatsby, we saw the, we saw the 3D uh, preview for Epic, and folks, 3D was, must have been invented just so this movie could be in 3, 3D. It has the most gorgeous uh, 3D effects and um it uh, i don't know about the story it's about little tiny leaf men who might be living in your backyard but i mean the look <laughs> of it the look of it is just just great and finally my fifth one is now well, here this is this is women so i had to get i had to get to to uh, my picks about women it's called austin land oh. and if i most avid Jane Austen fan. So you know we're going to be first in line at the box office for this one. It's a comedy about, a comedy about women looking for soulmates at a Jane Austen reenactment event. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, if, if those don't actually exist, this film might spawn them. <laughs> That's right. I, we'll go to one. My daughter and I will go to one. And Carrie Russell is the star. I've enjoyed her work, um, especially in, and there was a film called Waitress, and she's in the uh, FX series, The Americans. And, oh, yeah, she uh, used she's to doing great. back in the day on uh, Felicity back on the WB. I remember that. Yeah. 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 All, the, all that hair. <laughs> <laughs> she was famous That's for true. her veins of hair, true. yeah. And she has different different types of hair in uh, in the Americans, but she's doing but she's doing a great job. Well, we oh, yes, certainly have job. a lot of different uh, a lot of uh, you know we we hardly agree on anything, but we have a diverse group of listeners, and uh, I'm sure they they've picked up on on some of these these films that maybe they haven't haven't even heard about. I did yeah, rather to, eclectic list. Yeah, I did want to uh, mention that we we have Jeff's junk in the chat room. Hi Jeff, and we have Babette Bombshell, and we have a um, and we have a lot of uh, guests that have that have uh, haven't identified themselves. But Babette Bombshell says that her oh, movie premieres. Name. Her movie pre- premieres 
this week, and she's super excited. So uh, Babette evidently should be calling us and telling us a little bit about about that movie. So so anyway, thanks uh, for the people who have signed up for the chat. We really really do appreciate it. Well, now let's go to the other extreme. We've talked All about right. the movies that we are most eager to see this summer, but uh, we need to uh, clue our listeners in uh, if there are any upcoming summer movies that we we really would rather <laughs> not be, <laughs> really not be seeing. Laura, why don't you go? Any? Do you have a, a list of movies that you're really not too excited about seeing? Well, did we lose Laura again? Let's see. Let me give her another chance here. Laura? No, she's not on that line. Betty? Uh, hi, Laura. Are you here? Yes, Betty, I'm here. Are you there? Oh, <laughs> happy. Do you do you have uh, five movies or, or some movies that you're not that excited to see this summer? I think the connection is is bad, but... But while while we're waiting, Mac, um, mm-hmm. let's let's go to you. What about your uh, the, the movies that you're not so eager to see this summer? Oh, there are a couple. There are a couple. Um, after you know weighing uh, the pros and cons, uh, I can't say I'm terribly enthused about the new Will Smith, uh, James Smith film After Earth. I've seen the trailer, and you know visually, it, it looks like it might hold some appeal. Plot wise, I, I, I'm not completely invested in. In my yeah, you know, the uh, film's director uh, M Night Shyamalan, who you know made such a great debut with uh, the Sixth Sense back in '99 uh, with uh, Bruce yeah. Willis and uh, Haley Joel Osment. Uh, you know, after after the, the, I think the Lady in the Water was called <laughs> that film, he kind of lost his way. So I, I, I'm 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 approaching that film with some trepidation. You know, it's it, it might surprise me, but I'm, I'm not really expecting much from it at this point. And um, as for other films. Uh, that you know are, aren't really all that appealing to me at this point. Um, that that's that's pretty much it in terms of you know the bigger films. But I'm I'm also not really looking forward to uh, Grown Ups Grown Ups too. That you know Adam Sandler comedy uh, mm-hmm. it seems like uh, uh, increasingly more so now than ever. I mean his stuff has never really you know played uh, you know, uh, well, it's always played to the to the uh, the rafters, but not in a good way. <laughs> you know, he's he's had, he's had more far more hits than he's had miss, uh, far more misses rather than he's had hits. Even though a lot of the misses in terms of artistic um, uh, presentation have been, you know, uh, money makers, you know, big money makers. But yeah, the Grown Ups too. I wasn't, you know, interested in the first one, and I, I don't see myself being interested in uh, the second one either. So those would those would be my two picks. Those are your two picks. And uh, Laura, are you back on the line? Yes, I am. Oh, good. <laughs> so, oh, Claire, you bet me. I was talking to you before, but apparently you couldn't hear me. Um, no. You know, it's funny that Matt picked grown-ups, too, because I always consider myself a bit of an Adam Sandler apologist. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm a fan of his, even though I recognize the fact that a lot of his movies are just horrible. <laughs> I don't know how to explain it. I think I think he's got kind of an innate sweetness that he frequently covers up with too much juvenile humor. But that said, Grown Ups was probably one of the worst Adam Sandler movies I've yeah. ever seen. Yeah, so Grown Ups, uh, uh, please, yeah. 
So and you're you're not looking forward to that. What what else are you not looking forward to? Uh, let's see. What else, what else am I not looking forward to? Um, Pixar's planes. Got enough of Pixar's cars. I can't imagine how they're going to keep stretching out the walking, talking vehicle thing. I, I always found cars to be the weak link with Pixar. So planes and doesn't have me too terribly excited. And that said, I hate to say it, but two of the movies that you guys picked on your top five. <laughs> Or two that I'm not really looking forward to, and that would be Red 2 and Wolverine. Um, <laughs> just, just not a fan oh, no. of the Wolverine thing in general. I didn't care for the first one, and Red I found to be somewhat disappointing, even though I enjoyed aspects of it, like Helen Mirren with the machine gun. You can't say uh, yes to that concept, but I'm just not terribly excited about seeing them come back. <laughs> well, I, I, I will I, also mention, Betty, I heard you talking about the heat. Um, you're looking forward to that. That was shot in, in Boston, where I'm from, and they had a lot of weird things go on while they were shooting that. They had a uh, NBTA bus crashed into one of their movie trucks, and a lot of people were injured, and the very next day, um, one of the cops that was on their security detail had to leave because three people were stabbed across the street from where they were filming outside oh, of no. a federal building there. Sandra oh, Bullock no. doesn't seem to have a lot of luck when she comes to Boston because she was in a car accident here when she was filming the proposal, too. But I am oh. looking forward to seeing me. Oh, wow. Oh, I hadn't even heard of that stuff, yeah. No, no. But that's really. Oh my gosh, that's a, that is uh, that's yeah, that's very, very, very strange. Well, well, we're all in agreement about group uh, grown-ups too, because on my list, that heads the list of. I mean, it was hard enough to sit through grown-ups one, and so I mean, grown-ups two. That's going to be going going beyond the call of duty. And this one, um, I'm going to make some enemies uh, about. Uh, I'm not looking forward to seeing The Hangover three. At all oh, because I like the, the I like the actors but I I didn't care for the hangover the first hangover and my uh, uh, family members are not happy with me about that <laughs> and then I'm not uh, too excited about before midnight because I saw all those others before sunset before sunrise all of that and it's just talk 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 so I know Jeffrey Chen is not going to be happy with me <laughs> this is the end um, I'm really tired of um, movies about the apocalypse, so that one is not one that I'm wanting to see. And uh, this one will really make you unhappy, Mac. Um, Man of Steel, I, I'm not really too excited about another Superman. Um, I'm just, we just had so many, <laughs> so many. And in this one, it's supposed to get be dark, and he's going to be lone, uh, they're exploring his loneliness, and uh, I just don't know, that just doesn't seem to do to do it for me so so there you have it dear listeners you've got uh, you've got some of the movies that we don't think um, are are going to be uh, something that we are going to enjoy and then lots more movies that we are looking uh, forward to Um, we were going to talk about uh, trends but um, it doesn't look like we're going to have um, much time to do that I the only thing that I um, 
want to mention is something that disturbs me, and um, maybe you can help me. Maybe you can give me some therapy about this. <laughs> I, where are the musicals? I mean, I looked as I looked through that list of over a hundred movies in Entertainment Weekly, and all I could find was Twenty Feet from Stardom, which is about a group of backup singers. Girl Most Likely, where there's a cast member from Glee who plays a character making money doing a casino act as a fake Backstreet Boy. And then um, Greetings from Tim Buckley, which is centers on a 1991 tribute show. But none of these sound like, you know, a full, full yeah, out full uh, musical. So I'm really very, very upset about that. I can't believe that the time <laughs> has gone by wow. so fast. Laura and Mac, you are both so knowledgeable about movies and so much fun to talk with. Um, I, I just appreciate you coming on, on today, and and I hope that we don't have to see these movies that we don't want to see, <laughs> and, that the movies, and that the movies that we want to see are as good or even better than, than what we, than what we uh, imagine. But I see that our time is almost up, so it's time to wrap things up now. And I'm I'm going to uh, start wrapping it up by asking Laura and Mac uh, to come back and visit again sometime in the future. Will you do that? Oh, for sure, definitely. I'd prefer to, and I'd try to do it not from the cell phone the next time. <laughs> that might be that might be the problem, or just uh, or just one of those days with gremlins messing messing with us. But anyway, that, that's all for now. And this is Betty Jo Tucker giving a big shout out to the folks at Blog Talk Radio for featuring today's episode as a staff pick today. We really appreciate that. And uh, thanks, as always, to Nikki Starr for all her help. Thanks again to Laura and Mac, as well as to our chatters and other listeners. I hope everyone enjoyed the show. I know I sure did. Please come back next time when our guest will be filmmaker Kate Melville, whose new film will be released next Tuesday, at the same the same day that she's here being interviewed, it's called Picture Day, which won an Audience Choice Award at the Toronto Film Festival, and um, it stars that uh, oh that fascinating actress Tatiana Maslany. I hope I'm saying that right. Who's ooh, who's doing such a great job on uh, BBC's Orphan Black, playing all of those fascinating clones. So in the meantime, don't you forget to check out our reviews at realtalkreviews.com. That's R-E-E-L, realtalkreviews.com. Now, in protest for the lack of movie musical offerings this summer, Kenny Loggins is here, and he will take us out with a reminder of how great film musicals can be. So get ready, everyone. Here comes Footloose.